What up, Baker Tears? It's your boy, Fashion Lloyd T. We back here with season two of Baker Life Experience. And you already know we coming with the bangers. He's back. Wait, did he say season two? <laughs> what up, what up, what up? It's your boy, Fashion Lloyd T. And we here live right now in Baker Life Experience. Another banger. Today's episode, I got my twin brother Trent is in the building what's up bro bro what's going on what's going on man how you feeling about right now bro feeling good it's christmas day merry christmas to everybody uh all the subscribers and listeners to my brother's podcast and the experience just wanted to say merry christmas to everybody hope everybody's good everybody being safe uh being you know together during these crazy and you know to not good times right now so you know blessings on everybody and positive vibes yeah, man. Felice Navidad as well, too. To all my Hispanic uh, listeners, I appreciate y'all so much. Man, I had to get... This is one episode like I've been trying to get for a minute now. You know, having a twin that's also busy, um, it's hard to, you know, finally set a time up to finally do this. But this is one of the episodes that, like, I'm excited to do. Like, I can't wait, and I hope y'all appreciate it. You know, do definitely like, subscribe, and definitely share. So, what you want to talk about on this one, bro, bro? I know we got a lot to. I know he has a lot to to talk about. You know what I'm saying? Like having a twin and basketball and anime and our brother Dean. It's a lot, man. I'm trying to figure out what angle are we going to go first. Like, what you think? I mean, however, which way you want to do it. Mm. So let's talk about you know a twin. Like people always say, oh that's so cool having a twin. Like what? Like what was your always like your favorite you know memory or childhood memory that you have about us? In childhood memories, um, not really one in particular, but um, just always you know especially with Dink you know God rest his soul. Yeah, R.I.P. Um, all the times that we had, you know, whether it be wrestling, you know, playing, you know, games like Street Fighter, or, you know, when we all started hooping, uh, the competitiveness would probably be the most important thing and probably the most memorable thing and fun thing that I remember. Um, always just going at it with one another and, you know, always having that bond, but at the same time willing to go to war with each other to the point where we come to blows sometimes. Uh, just mean that we were so competitive, but it also brought uh, a bond within the three of us that was unbreakable. And, uh, you know, it was just great being a twin and also having Dink as an older brother. So overall, you know, the childhood experience was pretty dope. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, man, I, I just remember um, just having a, another person that looks like me uh, 24-7 and trying to learn my own identity and then having that um, battle. We just battle at everything that you can think of. We're very competitive when it comes to sports, when it comes to girls, when it comes to uh, how we dress, our appearance. It was just everything that we we did, it was very you know, competitive, but he, my brother always brought the best out of me, you know what I mean, and that, and that's one thing I can definitely say, that if it wasn't for him, like, I wouldn't took sports, 
you know, as serious or j- just think about the fact that, like, you can compete against yourself. Like, I have the opportunity that, you know, when it comes to basketball, it's like he know my moves. He know what I'm about to do. So the fact that we can always, you know, get better. And they, and they, and they always ask us, like, uh, who is better, you know, Terrence or Trenton? And we both say the same answer. Like, it really depends on who won it that yeah. day. Yeah. You know, Trent might come out and beat me 20 games in a row. And tomorrow, I might come out and beat him 20 games in a row. It just depends on definitely who won it. But I, I remember we, we, we very took sports serious. Like, I guess in junior high, like like you would say, like like going to me mom's house and when dad finally put a goal up in the backyard and I'm like, oh, like on a tree, I know that we stayed outside just hooping. We fought, we fought more hooping, but we, you know what I'm saying? We continued to hoop no matter what. It was, it was nothing but love fighting though, but it was more about, man, I didn't want to lose. Like we was both sore losers. And and once we won, we, we, <laughs> once we won the game, we dancing, we talking, we talking crazy. Do whatever we can to rub it in. Yeah. It was always, it was always hectic after that. And we fought, we yeah, fought. That's what led to the blows. That's what led we, to the blows. We, the other time. <laughs> we fought, but at the end of the day, we could be like, man, I appreciate that battle. You know yeah, what I'm saying? And next day, next, next day, we was right, right back at it again. And we, we didn't care about who won yesterday. It's a, it's about the moment right now. Yeah. Most definitely. Most definitely. What's one of your favorite um basketball memories that uh that you have? You know, whether it would be with um our brother or you know what I'm saying with you by yourself or with us together. Uh, I got a, I got a couple of them. Um, the first one was obviously we both remember this one, hmm. the infamous game when Dink went up against T.J. Ford. Oh yeah. Uh. Just us being there with Pop, I believe Mom was there also. Um, shout out to my man Pop. Yeah, y'all listening. Um, that game was, dude. That game was crazy. The atmosphere, the energy, dude. It was a little bitty crowd of us from the port. I remember it was like maybe ten to fifteen of us, including the team, and then half of it was the Woolridge crowd, and the other one was this this people there, but. That was like, you know what I'm saying, 2001 era Laporte versus Willa Ridge. Oh, yeah, I forgot to put the, yeah. Yeah, the circuit in there. But, yeah, I remember just being there, and they were going back and forth that whole game. And I remember there was a point in time where TJ4 was actually yelling and, you know, pointing for, you know, to double team. And he was even trying to guard Dink at one time. But I remember yeah. Mikey just – Mikey had him on skates that whole game. And um, it was just – a sad ending, they didn't win, but I just remember that game and specifically just seeing, you know, Dink going at it with, you know, one of the greatest players to ever come out of Houston and just being there in that environment. And um, that was a good um, a good memory that I'll never forget. Another one that I had was when you got your first dunk. Yeah. And um, this is when we teamed up and went to go play at the Harvard. And uh, I remember we in played. In 06 era. Yeah, that was 06. Uh, I was senior year. Yeah. Uh, I believe at that time we were already uh, 20 and 0. Yeah. I want to say we were, what, 23, maybe 24 and 0, almost close to um, a little bit early in the, the 20s. Yeah. Uh, being undefeated. 
But I remember um, we were playing Baytown Christian, and I remember it was right at um, warm-ups. And I remember I kept, you know, going at you, telling you, you know, you need to get a dunk this game. Yeah. And I remember <laughs> I told you uh, right before tip-off, I had, I remember I told you because you were doing a jump ball, and I had told you that, well, we always know our little – our first move was tip-off was always tip it off to me. That way I can get the first bucket, get us going. Yeah, and I was on a tip-off routine. I remember when I had uh, tapped you on the shoulder and I whispered in the ear, if you don't get a dunk this game, man, I'm not passing you the ball the rest of the season. That's a fact. And I remember we had, you know, 30-plus games left. Yeah. We were barely early in the season, but, you know, we were off to a great start. You know, we were off to a great start. We were like a a young Phoenix Suns team. Uh, that's just how a, just running gun. That's how I looked at us. You know, we were a young Phoenix Suns team. That's how I looked, baby Phoenix Suns at the time. But um, I remember it was uh, – I want to say the first or second quarter, I got a rebound, uh, went back up for a putback, and I remember I got it and I did a two-hand, slapped the backboard. That was nasty. And I remember coming back down half court, and I told you, yo, it's your turn. It's your turn. So I remember I would try to look for you every play I could. I wasn't even worried about scoring that game. I was just focused on getting you that dunk. Yeah. And I remember um, there was a, a fast break. Uh I remember it was a fast break, and I remember I either got the rebound or if I didn't get the rebound, I want to say I was getting ready to start the fast break. Mm-hmm. So I was getting ready to start it, and I caught the ball right towards the center mm-hmm. of the court. And I remember I heard you in the back of my ear saying you were trailing. So I remember I took two steps to the left and just bounced the ball and just handed it off to you just like, that's on Jay. On, who was that? Jay Rich? Not uh, Jay that Rich. That was uh, LeBron to Ricky Davis. Yeah, Ricky Davis. Uh, the, LeBron's first game. If anybody's ever seen that, go check that out. It's a duplicate highlight. Exactly. Like exactly. That. Exactly like a that mirror play. image. I mean, perfect highlight. And uh, I remember Rex took two dribbles, uh, took off a one, and got perfectly over the rim. It was like. Sort of almost, you could say elbow, because it was a, uh, it was it was a good takeoff. So you could you could say it was elbow over the yeah, rim. Yeah, it was elbow. It was elbow over the rim, and he fact. threw it in nice, and you know the crowd went crazy. Crazy. Just for the simple fact that he got his first dunk. Yeah, I had never dunked. I tried dunk twenty thousand times, but could never make it. I don't know what it was. I think it was like a a magnet. That was in the room. Was going that that was not, was going on. <laughs> not allowed. It it would go in and come out every time. Yeah, that was that was the issue. And I remember when you ducked it, and I remember I went and jumped on you. Yeah, you uh, were crazy. I don't know, I'm, bro. I don't remember what quarter it was. If it was third or fourth, but I remember um, just jumping on you and going crazy after that. And that was those probably two of my my favorite moments, man. I I had. You know, fast breaks and did some crazy dunks, you know. But me remembering and going off the top, I, w- I would say watching other people play was, was my highlight. Because yeah. the things that I did, I really don't look at it as, you know, being glorified or, or being spectacular. I just look at it as regular plays. But yeah, for the sure. plays that I got to see other people, those two was probably the most memorable plays, bro. Mine would definitely had to be the time that we, we were staying in Oregon and we had a basketball go inside the um, garage. And I remember, you know, Dad and David be dunking. And me, we, me and you was, you know what I'm saying, not even that tall yet. 
or that ability to uh, dunk it. I just remember me and you looking back. I mean, looking at them dunking. It was like, man, one day we're gonna do that. And I remember, in, like in fifth grade, man, we used to dunk like crazy on everybody. <laughs> We'd be in Lapointe Elementary. <laughs> me yeah, and you, uh, Delvin and Jr. Yeah. be be dunking on everybody. And I just remember, like, um, my junior year, where um, you just, you know what I'm saying, you got a lot better, and you just, you know what I'm saying, you, you like you was in your prime, and you elevated, and I'm sitting there watching you, and I'm like, damn, my brother's actually good, like, real good, and I'm sitting back like, damn, like, I can't wait to play, I can't wait to play uh, with y'all. And then, you know, me staying faithful to a team that I should never stay faithful to, um, I wish I had took the opportunity there, but, you know, I had to learn on my own. I want to be my own. And then once we turned, and once we got to seniors and we played on the same team, it was like, it was like unstoppable. Like, you couldn't, you couldn't stop it. And the fact that I wasn't getting, I was not yet my prime. But my brother's already tapped in, and then he kept elevating. So I had to I had to elevate even more because I'm like I'm not gonna let my brother outdo me. And once I got into my prom, like I felt like it was like it was over. Like you couldn't you couldn't stop us at all. Like I don't care who who you got. Like you can't. And um, from playing around Laporte, playing in Fundy in Houston. You know what I'm saying? I, I I can say me, you know what I'm saying, humbly say I don't think nobody out there could touch me and my brother and and I bet money on that or on anything. Like you couldn't stop it. Like depends on who your best player was in 06 era, you couldn't stop it. Oh yeah, that's a big and fact. I can say that humbly. That's a big fact. And definitely like put money on it. Oh yeah, that's a big fact on that. But um just going back, man, going back to us being twins and us, you know, growing and um, how um, our older brother was definitely um, ahead of his time, it was just great to, to see that and we can also, you know, become that or even better than that. It was just like um, a blessing. Like they say like the Bard brothers, but I feel like if, if we was three together and we, you know what I'm saying, knew about – Having like um somebody out there to video cameras and you know what I'm saying having that image so we can definitely well, do homework. Well, not to cut you off, piggyback what you say, kid. Um, if it was uh, basically if it was in a different era, if we had all three of us, you know, and if it was during this social media era right now, um, what he's basically saying is we wouldn't it were wouldn't be no competition between us or the Ball brothers. No disrespect to all three of them. They're all talented basketball players. But just the three of us alone, if we were all in the same age, yeah. all in the same grade, and at this time with the social media era, I don't think anybody would be even talking about the Bar Brothers. They'd be talking about us. And yeah. the simple fact that if all three of us played together, and, you know, you got to think about it. I played the three, you know, Dink played the four, mm -hmm. and you played the five. Mm -hmm. And it really wouldn't matter, you know, with no disrespect to anybody we've ever played with, you know, in high school from 03 to 06, no disrespect to anybody. Yeah. But it wouldn't matter who you would have had, you know, the other two players because just the three of us alone. 
you know, Deke was a dominant power forward, you know, solid forward size. Charles Barkley, you know, very agile type of player. You know, Rex, on the other hand, defensive force, you know, blocking everything, getting every rebound, uh, back to the basket type, you know, will bang with you all night. And then, you know, me, I, I was coming into, you know, a mid-range game and learning how to move off the dribble. And then I was also a pass-first type of player. Yeah. So just to have y'all two, you know, I wouldn't care who the other two players would be on the court because I know they wouldn't be able to hang with us and they wouldn't even be talking about the Ball Brothers. Maybe LaMelo at the most, but I don't think they'd be focused on them three. They'd be focused on us. Yeah. That's a fact. That's definitely a fact. And that's no disrespect to anybody that we play with. It's just, you know what I'm saying, how 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 it is at the end of the day. Um, you have some questions that you wanted to ask me, huh? Oh, yeah. I wanted to, you know, ask you more about your closing line. Uh, a lot of times, you know, for the listeners that know, you know, we talk a lot and I'm always, you know, throwing ideas at you, and you're always giving me ideas. But um, I wanted to know where do you plan on going with the clothing line and what's going to be the next move with this podcast because I'm very, very proud of you. I wanted to tell you that first off. You know, I'm proud of you. I, I love what you're doing. I love the moves that you're making. You know, I want number positive vibes and, and nothing but good energy for you and the rest of your years of living, bro. Um, I appreciate that. I love know, everything that you're doing is inspiring, you know. But I just want to know what what your next move is going to be with the clothing line, and you know, more episodes to come on the podcast, of course. Yeah, definitely, man. I just, I just felt like just me being myself, and you go to these stores that are particular to one style of folks, and I feel like 2020. If you didn't learn that, if you don't depend on your regular job, something is wrong. Like, you should always have different avenues of how to collect money at the end of the day. And I feel like that hustle and that ambition came out, you know, so far as clothing line. I mean, I got a lot of ideas I I, I definitely want to put out, you know what I'm saying, the next year is gonna be even crazy. I'm I'm more tapped in with some uh, new material. You know, I don't like to speak about it because people be copying or you know be jocking me. So I definitely don't like telling what the left hand, what the right hand is doing. It's on the drawing board. It's on the drawing board. But um, also the podcast is gonna be even more. You know, I definitely want to tap into um the YouTube side That's and dope. also. Uh, December 27th, we're feeding the homeless, you know what I'm saying, and talking about our brother, you know what I'm saying, we definitely, and um, in his honor, in his name, we definitely going to do that, so I'm excited about it, oh, at yeah. the end of the day, you know, oh, I got yeah. a, a lot more things, you know, going with it. Yeah. But David did teach us a lot about, you know what I'm saying, him being a basketball and him putting on us on game on the anime was like, you know, he was definitely, you know, the head of his time oh, yeah. and, and you know, um it was just it was just crazy how we just sit back, you know, this during the era when you had to you had to be in front of a TV and, and like ain't no record, ain't no rewind, you had to be in front if you miss any episode on Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z, y'all know 
if once it come on, it might it. it might not be, it might not be right. It might be one of the old episodes, but you had to be in front of it. And then once you miss what happened on new episode, we talking about next day. Oh yeah, word of mouth. And then you like what? That's what happened. And then you trying to go back home and get that? No, no, no. That episode might play to next month. Yep. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's when it was like. He definitely put us on game, and I think us, you know, we definitely started having our own trend of definitely doing that with 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 definitely Dragon Ball Z, and and you know, a lot of people didn't want, a lot of people made fun of us about us being our own person. You know what I'm saying? They thought we was dressing as you know a Caucasian race, or the fact that y'all wanted to be Caucasian race. But it was us just being ourselves, you know what I'm saying? This is the time where we kind of put the ball down and hopped on the board, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to uh, the Miller brothers oh, for yeah. sure. Shout them out. Um, definitely, and they definitely came in, and they definitely um, inspired us to, to do that. And I think it was more cool seeing more um, urban people on a skateboard, and then we started watching Terry Crews, I mean, uh, Terry uh, Kennedy, Terry Kennedy yeah. and the fact that, you know what I'm saying, there's a lot more others. You know, Stevie Williams. That's Darryl a fact. Stanton, That's a fact. Uh, Kevin Taylor, there was, a, there was a whole lot. That's a fact, and we just started watching that, and we just started doing that, and it was just crazy how we just, like, eat, sleep, skateboard, and that was oh, it. We stayed up yeah. watching videos all day, every day, and Playing then once... Tony Hawk. Tony, this, this is Super Nintendo era with uh, Tony Hawk on his own game. It was a 64. Oh, I'm tripping. Yeah. Dang, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good, you good, you good. 64, yeah. I was playing uh, Tony Hawk, man. That was crazy. I remember those times, bro. Those are those some awesome times we had. Yeah, it was just... It was, it was crazy for sure, though. But that's all we did was... And then once we put the board down, we hopped back and watched uh, Street Dreams. You know what I'm saying? We used to yeah. watch that and Street Hoops and things like that. And... And we just kind of like took the took the ball serious, but David was always there, you know what I'm saying? Watching us, just like you know, oh bro, I think you should you know work on your ollie or kickflip or like once you land, start doing the manual yeah, and like nose that. manual and tail manual, and he always wanted to do that. And he was like, man, that was cool, and he always you know definitely when when dad was busy working and things like that david did step up and was like man let me take y'all on like underneath my wing and he was always there no matter what you know yeah. what i'm saying he pushed us to a limit that you know we thought we could never um be yeah he was super he was super 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 instrumental in our lives um always giving us gems uh Always just being there, always inspiring us, always motivating us, you know, to be better. Um, always, you know, just being a light, you know. Dink was just always a light. And, you know, having you two guys in my life, you know, that was awesome. And I didn't really need anybody else. And that's why I still rock with only you and only you. Yeah. Um, besides Wifey, shout out to Wifey. Shout out to her. Shout out to... My son, Nigel. Shout out to him. Like, besides this, y'all too. I mean, bro, that's all I really needed. But, you know, back on the topic about Dink, though, he was always just ahead of the game, you know. Yeah. The way he, you know, looked and, you know, the way he, his vision on everything, you know, he was just always ahead of the game. And, you know, he was super instrumental in our life on, you know, helping us out and helping us to get to where we are now, you know. 
you know, I still miss him. You know, yeah, for and, sure. You know, he'll never be forgotten. Nah. And, um, you know, mom and dad miss you as well. Facts. Everybody misses you. And, um, you know, I know you're still living through us. Yeah. And, you know, we're finding peace within pieces, but, you know, we we love you. And, you know, there's not a day that goes by we don't think about you. You know, we all, we all miss you. But, you know, Dink was just a great person, you know what I mean? Just a great soul, you know, great energy, you know what I mean? Just a great guy to be around, you know, and I miss him, and he was always just there for us. Yeah, for sure, man. And and that that was really it. It's just the fact that he he like he he just like just was that 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 energy and that vibe where you know what I'm saying if you didn't like him like like it like rub off of you and then you know what I'm saying it was just that I just remember David you know what I'm saying playing I think it was their part huh when he got injured yeah when the dude undercut him the dude undercut that. him yep. and. He was good, but he wasn't like in his prom yet to me. Yeah. And then right, once, right. once, right. once, once he got hurt and he saw the support, that that next season it was over. Like well, you what, couldn't. It wasn't the support, bro. You gotta remember, once he got hurt, he took that to heart. Yeah. And you remember, you know, no disrespect to the players they had. I believe they had Fonzo and Jeffrey starting yeah. over him. Yeah. And I think they were gonna keep the rotation like yeah. that. Yeah. And. You know, Dink wasn't too fond of that. Nah. And, you know, he came back that next season, his senior year, with Avengers. Yeah. He was always on high school extra. Always on high school extra. And, you know, he came back with Avengers after that injury. And I remember that injury when he got hurt. And, yeah. You know, that was that was a crazy injury. And, you know, whenever he came back, you know, he came back, you know, ready, unstoppable, and just destructive. And, you know, I was very proud to see him. And, you know, I was just like, dude, there's no way he ain't going to the league. You That's, know a, fact. I mean? That's I, a fact. That's a fact. Dude, I, I just always thought, like, man, I know he's going to go to the league. Like, that's what that's what I I got cocky myself, man. I was like, man, I don't care. Like, I was like, my brother going to the league. I'm about to live it up. Straight up. I don't even yeah, care, yo. Yeah, I was I was turning to that. Like, man, you know who I am? Do you know who we are? Yeah, like, man, like, get out my way. Dink was a star, dude. Dink, Dink was a star, like. I, I we played against some great players, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure, for you sure. Know, we played, you know, Tyler Goodwin. You know, he was, you know, stud. Ashley Crawford, shout out to yeah. Dewey if you listen. Dewey, around. that was one of that was one of my favorite. Dewey, um, Dominique Cash, oh, yes. Dominique. Uh, I was just gonna say his name, Tyrell uh, Hawkins. Tyrell Hawkins, uh, uh, Dewey, shout out Dewey. to Demetric Davis. Yeah. Um, Ryan Whitehead. Ryan Whitehead for sure. Stephen Bell. Oh yeah, Stephen um, Bell was a Stephen Bell Red. was a monster. Red was a monster. Shout out to Red. Tyler Goodwin. Yeah, Tyler Goodwin. TG KP. Kevin Perkins was K you know, KP. You know, we there was some studs we hooped against. And then, you know, even um that was our class. You know, a couple of the upperclassmen, uh, I always thought uh Sean John. Sean John was. I uh, always thought he had some unbelievable hobs. Crazy you know? hobs. Joey Ardeon too. Yeah. I always thought Joey had some amazing hobs. For hubs. sure. Um, you know, I liked Zach game when we was in high school a little yeah, bit. You know, what I, I mean? did too a little bit. You know, his game was straight. You know, we had you know a well-rounded uh, program, but honest and truly, our class, that 06 class, it was crazy. And was, I feel like our, I feel like the 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 coach and the leadership that we had didn't. 
Ex- it didn't mesh. It didn't, didn't mesh. It, it didn't, didn't mesh, mesh at all. We we had one play the whole time, and yeah, and I felt like that Utah Jazz offense that they was trying to run, not trying to cut you off. No, nah, you good. It just it wasn't working, and when you got people, you know. Six three and up that can play one through five. That's a fact. You want to have somebody just because he's six four or, or just because he's six five. You want to automatically put him to center when this guy can actually dribble, yeah. actually shoot, actually move the ball around, create space. But you want to go off his size and want to have him underneath the basket, which is okay. I understand for size wise, but when it's time to put up buckets, and, it's and time to go. It's time to go. You know what I mean? We got to play against North Shore or you know a fast running type team. With, uh, you know, Perryland was crazy. Also, um, always they was throwing alleys, and even though even though Baytown Christian really didn't have like size, you know what I mean? They always had a few stud players too, and you know how are we supposed to drop? And score forty or attempt to drop thirty five or attempt to have a twenty five point game when you can't even get that you barely getting ten maybe yeah. points just off that offense when these other schools and stuff that we just named they have players dropping numbers like that and it's just like man this ain't gonna work. It's not and because it of the work. fact that the fact that like like you playing and you did one mistake you, like you sit out like yeah. it's it's not the fact that like. Like, oh, let me learn from that mistake. It's like, oh, no, nah, yeah. you sit the bench, and then if your parents is not in the organization making this, that making that basketball team look good, you wasn't playing. I don't care yeah. how talented he was. It was very politics when it came to playing. Definitely in the port, and I didn't like it. And I was definitely, you know, finding my own. Like I definitely teamed up with Whitehead. A lot, and we made our own plays because we kept feeding the ball to one side. And I was like, "Why are we feeding the ball to one side?" And and the coach I had, I didn't, I did not like. He didn't like. He not. He did not like me at all. And we just had this hate relationship where I felt like when when AI felt like about practice, that's how I felt. Not the fact that like his, you know, what I'm saying somebody died that he knew. But it was a fact that I'm not I'm like like me practicing for what like you know like like you already know like what I'm about to drop, and the fact that like the coach did not like me at all. So what he did was put an underclass over me, and I sat back live like okay I'm gonna sit the bench cool bet I'm about to have fun sitting the bench and when you want me to play I'm not gonna play, and then he kept calling my name I'm like no I'm not playing. And then you know we 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 became this hate relationship where I'm like no don't don't count on me when you want me to play whenever y'all losing this is your, this is your team you figured out don't 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 ask me for none of that and then you know this was one time when Coach Carter came and he wanted to be like Coach Carter which I didn't you know what I'm saying like you're not Coach Carter and then you know we had to go see uh, me mom and nobody contacted us and then we came back. I had run all them suicides, but shout out to my team that helped me out. You know what I'm saying? That definitely helped me out, and they definitely ran, shoot, all of them. I ran probably like three or four, but I appreciate that. And we just just had this hate relationship where, you know what I'm saying, end of my junior year, I was like, I'm done. I I can't play with this team no more because I know what my senior year is going to be like. I know that y'all not going to really look out for the best interest of me. And that's one time when people, you know what I'm saying, was, wasn't was that good, but was on AAU, and then they didn't want to get their spot uh, taken. Oh, yeah. So they was like, no, I'm not telling you oh, about yeah. my team. Oh, yeah. 
But that was pretty much it. And that, then once I saw you grow and you became a better, I was like, man, I'm I'm going to I'm going to the harbor. Like I'm going to the harbor. I'm about to start. I'm about to I'm about to be dropping down. I'm about to have a triple double. And what happened? Triple double came starting. We was out there crazy. Like having a twin was crazy because like I knew how he played. So if I threw it anywhere around the rim, I know he gonna get it. And that was the same for you always. And it was just, it was just crazy, man. I forgot. Um, R.I.P. Tristan Mathias, man. Oh, yeah. He he was he definitely, he was definitely one of those left hand players that definitely played a hundred percent. And oh, yeah. he, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Shout out to him, heart. man. He had a lot of heart, and like you said, also to piggyback, he, he was left handed. And um, I remember he was the one that introduced us to the strength shoes. Yeah, he, man, I I hate that he passed away, man. man, I heard it. But, yeah, go back about the strength shoes you were saying. I remember he uh, was the first one to introduce us to the strength shoes. Uh, Even though we ended up never using them, (laughs) I remember he, you know, told us about them. And I remember it was like the beginning we had summer league, sophomore year. Yeah. Going into sophomore year. But you gotta describe this this this, this strength shoes because I don't think they make those no more. Yeah, it's, it's, if you can't find them on Google, <laughs> yeah, Google they're like a boot looking type shoe, but it has the front, like it has a front little cap heel thing. So the front the, of your shoe, yeah. so it's basically like you're walking on your tiptoes. Yeah, and the and the on the on the rest of it is is nothing. It's like a big strap. So yeah. like like once you put in your shoe inside this little um. Well, you're thinking about jump soles. I was I was talking about the ones he was using. He was using the actual little shoe thing, the one that would come out in the East Bay. Oh, he had the little bouncy things on the bottom. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So and but I just remember seeing them. Like for the whole summer, just walking around on his tippy toes. I'm like, yo, they got on them goofy looking ass shoes, bro. Yeah. He'd be like, nah, this is gonna help me. It's gonna help me dunk. I'm gonna be dunking. <laughs> sure enough, we came back sophomore year. Sophomore and he was year, dunking. he was dunking. I was dunking, like, yo, but... that's what's up. We got yeah. another person dunking with us, and that was cool. I remember he uh, tried to get us to get some, and I'm like, bro. Come on, we got to do it the old-fashioned way. The old-fashioned. Jump boxes. That's when, that's when the shins was hurting bad, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, and yeah. them boxes, if, if you wasn't coordinated, thing. your shins messed up oh, a, yeah. a lot, man. But I, I, like, once again, man, R.I.P. Tristan Mathias, yeah, man, for real. It was, it was It was just crazy, bro, like. I I I remember like 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 no cap. I remember um, we were playing with Archie, and having a twin brother that can quickly pick on pick up things from sports to skating or anything. He put his mind to it. Like he he grasped it very good. And I remember playing sophomore. I mean playing uh, sixth grade and with uh, with Archie. Archie. Yeah, Trent was like one of the like best players that we had right and i'm like how the hell he picked up this so fast and i'm still struggling with it and i and i was terrible i was terrible bad like i'm shooting over the backboard i'm shooting i'm shooting like the the goal be the goal be straight i'm shooting left i'm shooting right i'm airballing I couldn't make a basket to save my life. And then, yeah, and then Trent come, oh, mom, I scored this. And I'd be so mad. Like, like I want to fight Trent, like, bad. But it, it, made, it made me humble myself. It made me like, man, like, 
I might not be good, but let me, you know what I'm saying, practice and let me keep on growing and, and definitely working on it. And then, um, shout out to uh Tony Winrow and uh and uh Kente uh, Winrow. Kente as well and uh Delwi. Both of them taught me more about the post game because Chet played on seventh grade, he was on A team, I was on B team and I kinda took that to heart. But when when I played on B team, I le- I learned the fundamental because I nobody never taught us how to play. Nope. We just we just went out there and played. So from Tony to uh, Delhi, they they taught me the fundamentals of how to play like the post position, like how to back down, how to how to turn around and and um and definitely use that square. Yep. And once I once once I got that, I mean our first game. Uh, seventh grade, we played against Lomax, Laporte versus Lomax, and I remember we we definitely going to the gym and uh, we had they had we had we had some girls there and it was like oh Terrence Terrence I was like hey what's up it was like T how you know them I'm like bro chill out chill out chill out yeah. but I remember I remember going to sleep the day before the game vision me vision playing ball vision scoring I remember my first point. I scored. I was happy in the inside, but I couldn't show that because I got some girls watching me. But I had to play it off cool. But shout out to them, though, for real. Like, they taught me the fundamentals, and I was, like, a beast in playing. And next year, I went in eighth grade, I was an A-team. So, you know, the improvement definitely got better oh, yeah. on that. You did get a lot better. Uh, yeah. Piggyback what you said. Even when you got better going into the eighth grade, uh, I remember I wasn't playing ball at that time. I was really uh, it was focused on skateboard. And committed it was great. It was good. Thank you, bro. You could have got sponsored. Like, thank you. Yeah. I was just messing around. I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. I was just trying to have fun. But I remember a lot of times when we went to your game, especially uh, when you played Friendswood. Um, oh yeah, that was when we played. When you played at home. Oh yeah, that I was. <laughs> I was crazy. Bro, that that was a crazy game. I remember mom was just going crazy and screaming. I think you had like 14 or 16. And yeah. I remember, bro, uh, you and Tony was just balling out that game. Balling like crazy. Yeah, that was just that was a pretty good memory. Uh, what am I saying? That was a good memory of you playing. It was it, it was it was so good to have a point guard and have a shooting guard that 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 helped. Like you gotta understand, like Tony Winrow was like, man, he was like unstoppable as a, as a point guard, and then you got you know uh, Delwy that was crazy athletic. Oh yeah, and he just like when when you think of Jordan, like he was like the the way that Jordan shoot, the way he dribbled, the way that he like pivot off or spin move or he pump fake to get you um. Like uh, in the air, yeah, and he then he stepped back. He he was he, he, he top like you know what I'm saying like crazy athletic. But they really you know showed me the game, and then after that you know I learned on my own. Then battling my brother every day, you know I had to figure out because like like he was saying, they wanted to play center, and like man I don't want to play center the whole time. Like I'm getting tired yeah. of of banging with somebody every single day and and jumping. While shooting guards up there, running back and forth, shooting, and then like T get the rebound. I'm like, bro, you can get the rebound as well too. But I had to learn like if they wasn't passing me the ball, the rebound was definitely me. You know what I'm saying? Doing my own points. You know what I'm saying? Yep. 
But it was crazy, man. Like just just definitely growing up, man. Is there anything that you want to talk about? No, not really. I mean, we spoke on some pretty cool stuff, pretty cool topics. Yeah, man. Hopefully, the listeners like this episode. Yeah, definitely, man. It it was <laughs> it is it, it just it just crazy. Um, definitely. Um. I gotta say, man, I, I appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? You my brother and I always love you and I always support you no matter what. You know what I'm saying? I'm definitely proud of you. And they always everybody when I'm out and about, they always ask me how uh, how my brother doing. Matter of fact, I was at um um Tookies and I ran to um uh Squeaks. Oh, what's up? Oh shout out yeah. Squeaks. Yeah. I ran the squeaks Shout and out to uh, Brandon. Yeah, Shout out to I'm gonna say his name, Brandon. Brandon. Shout out to Brandon. Brandon Coleman. Brandon Coleman. Yeah, man, he and he definitely asks about you and things That's like that. Saying. Yeah, so it was as always, as always, love and support at the end of the day. But um, if you ain't got nothing to say, um, like I said once again, December 27th, we are feeding the homeless in the honor of uh, David Baker has teamed up with uh, the Reup Movement. We're gonna be feeding the homeless. Um, I've been saying this for a long. I, I've been promoting it: socks, blankets, underwear, everything you can think of. We will be there from three to six. Um, definitely ca- cash app, uh, a dollar sign, the reup movement, or dollar sign, fashion lord T. Um, thank you, man. I I I definitely appreciate you, brother. Ain't nothing but love and support over here. And you you know you're more than welcome to come back on the um, podcast and uh, we can definitely talk our stuff and, and have oh, a yeah. good time. We should um, have another episode and we should probably do like a end of the year wrap up. Yeah. And we go through everything from, you know, the politics, from that to sports, to music. You know, we talk about everything. We have a, a, a year wrap up and go over everything that happened in the year. Mm, definitely. Um, I'm more more than welcome and very humbled and thankful to be on this episode and to be a part of this. Uh, and I just want to, you know, give you number positive vibes. I appreciate and, it. You know, keep doing your thing, bro. I'm very proud of you. Love you and keep doing your thing, bro. And nothing but love, bro. I appreciate it. That's my that's my brother Trent and y'all already know his boy Fashion Lord T. And y'all know my slogan, man. Don't let anybody steal your peace. And I'm out. Later. <laughs>